Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, what it do. Episode 21, but this is going to be a continued version. This is going to be a continued version, okay, of last episode. I know I just put it out. Welcome again, the Ella Khalil podcast, into the spotlight where we just put more of an emphasis on one or two topics. And this, again, is going to be more about abandonment issues and how to just grow from it, you know. I think for me, you know, if if it's one of these topics, it's because I've been through it. And the last episode, I talked about my mom leaving for 10 years and those three times that I got to see her. One time was for only one day. <laughs> the second time or another time was for summer vacation, you know, from school. And then the third time was for spring break. Now the order isn't the isn't correct way, but those were the only three times. And just about maybe twenty, no more than twenty phone calls. And before we get straight into the video, I apologize if the audio wasn't loud enough than what it usually is. Um, I kind of reconfigured my MacBook, and when I did that, it didn't. Um, the audio settings with my microphone didn't. Uh, go back to what it should be on the zoom so my apologies so i'm gonna um uh go back through a little stuff a little bit of what we talked about last episode but shout out to tapatio our uh unofficial official sponsor of today's episode tapatio i just had some breakfast burritos and some chimichangas with you thank you for your good service now what I want to do with this episode and last episode is, again, be transparent, okay? Be transparent, be honest, be open. This isn't for clout. This isn't for anyone to feel sorry for me. I'm an adult. I've gone through this. I, I went through it in real time, and I'm continuing to grow from it, and I'm no longer embarrassed by it. I'm no longer shameful about it, but I'm not trying to do it in a way that is crying out for pity or sympathy or anything like that. I'm doing this because I went through it and I know people are going through it and I want to just be be a beacon of, you know, honesty and transparency and, you know, you know, invite you invite to invite you to something that's real, something that is homegrown and something you can feel proud of and trust, you know. It's not easy being open. It's not being it's not easy being honest about the things that we're you know, very sensitive of and very prideful or very, you know, you know, conscious of. This isn't something easy to talk about. It's not easy for me to say, hey, world, and hey, friends that may not know me too personally. Um, hey, my mom, <laughs> my mom went away for 10 years, right? And if it wasn't for me, you know, reaching out in the way that I did, it would have been longer than that. But, um... I would like to be a little bit more honest and open about my mother. You know, my mom is a very loving person and a loving mother. She's had four kids. One of them is no longer here today, so it's just three. And she would give you the robe off her back. She would give you everything. She loves children. She loves animals. Okay? Dogs, cats specifically. Right? She will go out of her way for her family and those animals. And when I was living with her, 
I was six. Uh, I was seventeen, seventeen to uh, about eighteen, nineteen, and before we really went to the getting to the meat and potatoes, getting to the root of the of the division, getting to the root of why we're here, I would just see her and I'm like, um, don't you, don't you rec- recognize I'm here? I'm like, yo, why are you so loving to these animals, and not to me? And then, you know, I realized it's just avoiding those conversations, that those uncomfortable conversations. You know, do I feel the same way about her now or about that? No. You know, because I understand why people do certain things. And I like to know why people do certain things, right? And we got through it. This isn't, again, this isn't about me needing someone to cry or needing someone to hold my hand and say me it's okay. Trust me, a lot of people, not a lot, but people did that to me as a kid. Trust me, it was just smokes and mirrors, okay? But what I'm trying to get point, the point I'm trying to get to today is, you know, my mom didn't just up, love, uh, up, and, up and leave, you know? As, as as much as a loving mother she is and a loving person she is, she wasn't ready. She, I mean, my dad wasn't ready to be a dad or a parent. But my mom being, again, you know, doing drugs and going behind, you know, my father's back. And ultimately, it was, you know, going behind my back as well. She was doing things that was costing us so much. She was putting us in jeopardy, financial jeopardy, emotional jeopardy. And I'm not saying my mom should have left for the amount of time that she did. And don't get me wrong, her family, you know, my mom's side of the family did as much as she could, as much as they could to put her in spaces to be successful, spaces to be healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy, emotionally healthy. But she ultimately turned those things down, didn't take them the way that she she should have. And it was just a lot of, you know, disappointment and lack of confidence. But what I wish was that my mom could have been, I don't know, man, honestly. You know, my my family did a lot to put her in, in place to get healthy and, and she just turned them down. But I just wish there was another way. I wish someone was like, one, let me help you one more time. You know, I just, I wish there was a way that my mom could have seen the bigger picture. I feel like if my mom could have seen the bigger picture, then, then she could have been helped and in a more timely manner, you know, versus not being able to see her for 10 years except for those three occasions. And I won't, and it's not mostly my, it's not my, I'm not saying it's my mom's fault, it's her fault, no. Things pushed her to a point of ultimately no return. And she she just thought that doing drugs was the best way to cope for her losses. We're talking about a woman who lost her father to suicide, that lost a newborn child and got her kids taken away from her when she was trusting those same people and i'm not again this isn't about you know throwing dirty laundry but this is just the reality of the situation this was the reality that i had to see that i had to talk about that i had to hear and again 
you know it's no one it's not just someone's fault all them a lot of things happened for everyone to do the things that they did a lot of things had to go down the way that they did for my mom to act this way for my dad to do this and not do this for my family to do this and not do that a lot happened and in those in those situations they're not easy to navigate it's a lot of emotional toll it's a lot of you know mental toll it's a lot of physical toll you know a lot of just not in it's a lot of indecisive a lot of not knowing what's what and then a lot of faith having to be put in god you know a lot of faith a lot of prayers you get what i'm saying and oh sorry disculpe um you know it just wasn't easy my mom is healthy she doesn't do drugs and i'm so happy that she's no longer on that lifestyle no more and i that's the reason why i'm straight edge you know i talk to people or if it's you know a woman and and she's like do you smoke do you drink do you do this i'm like no and i never feel comfortable going in deeply or in detail why because it's not something i prefer texting over and it's not something that i'm so rushing to get through you know what i mean i'm not just being like hey like i'm i'm not going to be i'm not going to like box myself in a i'm not i'm not going to put myself in a box of like oh i don't date women that smoke drink or party i'm not doing that do i have anxiety about people that do that yeah because people get taken advantage of you get what i'm saying but I'm not going to be like, yo, I don't drink, I don't smoke, and I don't do drugs because I saw my mom do it hardcore in front of me, and I don't want to do that. Like, that's just too much. That's too much. If you're my girlfriend, we can have that conversation. If you're serious, we're going to have that conversation. We're going to have that level of transparency. But I'm not just like, you know, I'm not just texting people this. I'm not just going out fishing to have this type of conversation. It's not. If it comes up, it comes up. But I prefer it in a, in a way that you can read my energy, you can read my expressions, and you can tell where I'm coming from. Versus people thinking, oh, you think you're better than me, or you think blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's, not even that, it's not even like that. It's not. I don't do this because of this, and it's not something I'm quick to talk about. You know? But the, the two words, abandonment, issues right now <laughs> now one of my favorite people of all time drake did a song with jack harlow okay and they talked about abandonment issues they did and well drake drake did rather and i'm going to find it um i'm gonna find it first okay and then we're going to talk about it because there's another conversation to have off of that, too. Heck. And I believe that I have the video. I just have to find it. I just have to um, get back into. Yes, here it is. Um, let's get to it. Yeah. All right. Cold hearts and heated floors, no parental guidance as a seat of, I just see the voice. Therapy sessions, I'm in the waiting room reading Forbes. Abandonment issues, I'm getting treated for. Cause I'm in the waiting room reading Forbes. Yeah. Abandonment issues, I'm getting treated for. 
Now, speaking of abandonment issues, I do have a song coming on the album DTLA called Abandonment Issues. Now, I want to say thank you to Drake because I love when Drake can hop on a real soulful, jazzy, smooth beat and can really talk his talk. And while also talking real talk. When I mean talk his talk, I mean I'm better than you. This is what it is. And also hear some real stuff as well. And um, for me, I um, I just love that. You know, I just love that. I love when he can do that. And I was writing, I was writing a song. Um, shout out to, um, shout out to ninety. Shout out to Luby to produce two of the greatest producers and shout out to Ahmad the Prince as well three of the top producers that I know um much love to each and and sound okay I can't forget my boy sound who's been with me since since almost almost the first day one since high school day one with no games of course and I I just feel like um he he really inspired me to do that I was writing a song that's on my album, and it was on some real, like, uh, it was just on some cool Jack Colo vibes. That's how I was going about it. And then I kept on listening to Drake verse on this song, Churchill Downs, and I don't know, something just clicked. When you're an artist, when you're a performer, whether you're a painter, uh, a drawer, animator, writer of any kind, as an artist, things just click, and you don't you don't have much to explain why. And this is one of those things. Something just clicked in me to say, that's it. I want to talk about that, you know? And I, I made a real focus to talk about it, to write it down, and one, two, three. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the third song on DTLA, and... I would like to talk about it a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna I want to share my screen again. Um, I'm gonna do Finder first because it was just it's such a good song, my guys. Like it's such a good song, and for me, it's like it's it's a mix of Jack Carlo and Drake, and I I don't know, man, like. It was just something that just went into me where it's like, oh, yeah, I can really go off on this while still having good bars, while still having, you know, all the things that I need. And I have so many files on my MacBook. I have no reason to have so many files, but I'm trying to find it. And I pray that I can find it. I don't know if I can find it on here, but um. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go find it somewhere else first, and we'll be able to get to it on there. But um, I'm just proud of myself to be able to listen to another person's art, feel inspired to do something with that, with a certain thing, and you know, make something of my own that I can be proud of. You know, DTLA. No, this is not the right one. DTLA. I'm gonna have another song on there too. So watch out for that. Um, yeah. 
Abandonment issues are getting complicated. Mom was on vacation for a decade. All I did was wait it. I was only getting older and so my years of frustration. I felt embarrassed at school when Mother's Day would come. I had nothing to say. All my mates was having fun. To look back at it now, I don't have bad energy. The last thing I wanted was any sympathy. You get what I'm saying? The last thing I wanted was any sympathy. And that's why we're doing this, so we can actually grow from it. You know, abandonment issues that got me complicated, like going off the rip, you know. But I'm really, I'm just really happy I got that song out. Shout out to Ahmad for cooking up that good just verse at the end. And, you know, I, I'm proud that I had, I had gone through something that was on, that was all over my control for a decade. For a decade, and maybe a decade, a little bit more. I finally was able to get in a space where I could admit that this, that this is harmful to my growth. I'm happy I could come to that realization, come to that admittance. I don't even know if that's a real word, but come to the point where I can admit this is not good. I want to change this. And now... I'm hearing my musical and one of my favorite people of all times, you know, one of my idols, Drake, on a new record, Amit. He's in therapy talking about abandonment issues. And then now at the point of my life, and I'm writing this album that's a real, real album. And now I can write about that as well. That's just blessed to me, man. Like I'm blessed. That's 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 full circle right there, my guys. You know, me and Drake both going through abandonment issues, both going through abandonment, and then we both in a space where we can actually make music, making art, okay, create art through our struggles, and it can be something beautiful, something beautiful. And I'm proud of that, you know, and I'm proud to be able to be a man and be a person that's not afraid to talk about the real talk, that's not afraid to talk about what needs to be talked about. It's not fun. It's embarrassing a little bit. It's uncomfortable. But someone has to talk about it, you know. And it's it's not easy. But you got to have faith. You got to have a belief system, a trust system within yourself, God, the universe, your family, some friends. I understand it's hard to to maintain certain relationships. And I know everyone don't have family members. I know everyone don't have a lot of friends. But you can find someone. I guarantee it. You can find someone. And, of course, if you are looking for therapy, you can go to BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp has online therapy. You can do it from your phone, tablet, computer. You can text. FaceTime, you can go about however it's convenient for you. Build four times a month. It's it's super it's super good for you. Come it's it's convenient and it's trust me, it's a whole lot better than trying to find someone and then trying to go about finding the right therapist. You can literally find the person you want to talk to 
there. They have a whole list. And you're talking about you can do this from the comfort of your house, the comfort of your home, your car, wherever you're comfortable and wherever it's convenient for you. I think that's a really good thing. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com. Go for it. Now, again, I want to thank Tapatio for unofficially, officially sponsoring this today's episode. The struggle, man. Create art through your struggle. Don't be a struggling struggling creator or struggling artist, but create create from the struggle. Create and that's the that's what's real. That's what's genuine. That's what's authentic. And people can resonate. People can vibe. People can relate to that. Okay? It's never it's never too late to grow and you're never too old to grow and to learn and to be better. More life, more everything, yeah? You already know what time it is. Jeez.